Well, hey guys, welcome to the first Wild Ponies, the podcast. We are crazy, officially. This is it. I can't believe we're doing this. It's so fun. We're Doug and Talisha from the band Wild Ponies, and we're glad you're with us. If you want to find out more about us, you can go to, well, you already know about us. I'm sure you do. But if you don't, you can go to www.wildponies.net, see what we look like. I'm pretty sure nobody is accidentally listening to Wild Ponies, the podcast. I would be surprised so far. Yeah. But, uh, you know, also, if you're on iTunes, we're going to bring this to you once a month, so go ahead and click subscribe. So you can know when the new one comes out. And who knows? Maybe we'll slide in a little sneaky one every now and then as well. We'll see. <laughs> We're not promising. I don't know. We'll anything. see. Yeah. No, but once a month podcast, and we hope that you will subscribe, and we hope that you'll rate it on iTunes and um, let us know what you think. So we're going to launch into the first segment. This is it. We're going to try to encourage you to be creative. We want you to be creative. As we were saying, we know most of you, probably our listeners. We probably, probably most of you have been to our house. <laughs> We have brought, we've met you somewhere yeah, at a show, show or on the road or at a bar or whatever. So um, we know that you're creative. We know we we know that everyone has a creative spark in them somewhere. We just tend to let ourselves get too busy to um, to fuel it sometimes. So every month we're going to give you a creative prompt that we want you to create something with, and that can be anything. It can be anything. You can write a haiku. You can paint a picture. Make a new cocktail recipe. Make a recipe for a different kind of chicken. I don't know, whatever. You can Choreograph a, a dance. Yeah, you can take a photograph. Any any creative expression. You can make a quilt. I know we've got some quilt makers out there. Um, you can do anything. Any kind of creative expression um, that in, that you're inspired to do from the monthly prompt. And the idea is we want you to share that and build a community. And you can go to our, anywhere on social media really, but if we'd love it if you'd share it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash wildponiesmusic, or uh, tweet at one of us. Tweet at wildponiest, and use the hashtag ponycast. P-O-N-Y-C-A-S-T. Hashtag PonyCast. So do that and put a picture or a link to whatever you've created, whatever sculpture or masterpiece you've come up with. I'm so excited. All right, so here's the prompt. The prompt for this month is... Ghosts in the Attic. Ghosts in the Attic. It's October. So think about it. It's October. Not only that, but... It leads well into our next segment. So think so think about the prompt Ghost in the Attic while you listen to this. Our next segment is we got to go to Octagon Hall with the founding members of the Orphan Brigade. If you don't know anything about them, the Orphan Brigade, you can go to theorphanbrigade.com and, and look up what's going on. But basically it's these guys who went up to this crazy place in Franklin, Kentucky. And uh, it's, it's, it's Nielsen Hubbard, Josh Britt, and Ben Glover, and they went up there because this place has been there for a long time. It, it's an um, eight-walled house that was built by some kind of weird stonemason logic. And um, it, during the last part of the Civil War, it was used to house Confederate soldiers who were hiding from Union soldiers. All kinds of just weird shit. People were burned alive there. It's just it's craziness. It's, it's a wild place. It's a wild place. And they went there with the idea that they were going to write some songs and, and kind of explore the history. And what happened was the project really grew, and it grew into a film that's won some awards, um, some documentary film awards. And they have also now have a record, 
that they're going to release in a couple of weeks. And they're going to be touring um, in Europe and um, some in the U.S. as well. So. And the film is great. The film you really should go to the website and you can find out where to see the film. You can it's, see the film on the website. It's fascinating. And they're also going to be doing some um, some screenings uh, later this month and in November. And one amazing thing they're doing, which Talisha and I are going to be in Europe and we would be there, but they're doing a house concert at the Octagon Hall. Two house concerts at the Octagon Hall. Which, after you listen to this podcast, as soon as you give us a rating, <laughs> then subscribe. go book your tickets <laughs> yeah. to the house concert at Octagon and Hall. It's going to be really limited. It's going to be amazing. So here we are, Wild Ponies. Yeah, so we, me and Talisha, we, we rode up to Octagon Hall with Nilsson and with Josh and with Ben, and we recorded hours of audio at Octagon Hall. Mm -hmm. And we distilled it down into what we've got left in this podcast for you, um, a half hour, so a little more than a half hour. And it's, I want you to do that for a couple of reasons. There's hours and hours and hours. Um, it's amazing stuff, and you would probably really enjoy listening to all of it, but we, we, we boiled it down. One thing that's of note here is out of all the, the recording that we did, it's almost all clean and crisp and clear and you can hear it perfectly. But there are several minutes where we start talking about weird things or creepy things or when we all got a little creeped out and the digital recorder just goes nuts. Yeah, it was, it, it's weird. It, we didn't know that was happening while we were recording. We didn't know it until we were listening back and doing the editing. And we're not going to try to clean it up. I'm not going to use sound soap and try to get it out. I'm going to leave it in there because I don't know what that means. I don't know if the house was trying to tell us something or what. But Is I there just, really sound soap? There's Is sound soap. It's a it's a thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. <laughs> Weird, huh? Yeah, but we're gonna leave we're we're gonna leave it there, and uh, you know just do with that what you want as you're thinking about ghosts in the attic. Here's your dirty audio at Octagonal. <laughs> yeah, enjoy this. The Orphan Brigade. It's just me and Talisha walking around outside the Octagon Hall. It's really weird it is it is weird it, there is a um i mean we're probably freaking ourselves out about it a but a little bit i uh, just saw movement in that window which one that top one no way totally uh <laughs> yeah i told yeah and now, like, and now I'm looking at, you know, I'm looking around to see if, like, light is right, right. moving and stuff, and it is not. Um, not comfortable here. <laughs> um, Nielsen totally just saw uh, something in the window upstairs. Okay, where? Are you guys up there? Like just now, like two, like five, two seconds ago? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were all down here. Something, this is, it's like crazy right now. That top, there are two, the top window, like right over there, I, there's, I saw movement. There's some, like, see, I've never felt how I see this before. Like, really? Mm -hmm. Not, it's like, no, never. It's like, it's like, it's like really electric. It's a charge in there. Yeah. It's not that. It's not very welcoming either. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just know that I've never seen. I, I keep seeing stuff out of the corner of my eyes, like something's like yeah. in in my 
you know, like in my just outside of my. Where did you see it? Where was it? The fr that that window, the on that side, the far side. That side, top window. So it's the, probably the bedroom. It would be the bed. Front bedroom. The front bedroom. Yeah. All right, you gonna go? You can stay here. You gonna go? All right. All right. Nobody else is in the house. Me and Talisha are gonna go and go up to the room. The, the guys are out filming a video for the uh, elephant song. So we're in here by ourselves walking through the halls. Oh my God, it feels weird. We're gonna go sit quietly in the room where Talisha saw. Um, saw something in the window. Oh shit, let's see. Room was it? Is it this room? Okay. That window. That's the window you saw, right? Okay. I'm just gonna set the recorder on the bed and see what happens. How would you describe that sound that you just heard? That was a scream. That was a scream? Yeah. Twice? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, you stay here. I'm gonna go outside and look. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> All right, now we're back in the backyard. <laughs> we kind of came out of the house. <laughs> really fast. We came out of the house because we uh, we stopped the the recording after we um, after we heard the what we thought was a little scream, and we were weren't sure. <laughs> but then we we rewound and listened, and yeah, you can hear it on the tape, and and we'll gain it up and play it for you right right now, but. So here's what it'll sound like. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. We're cutting in. You heard the scream now. That was weird. It was totally weird. It yeah. was. It was definitely a weird moment at Octagon Hall, among several. It was really <laughs> light, and I wish that you could hear it the way we heard it in the room that day, because it scared the shit out of us. Yeah. Question. And you can hear the traffic and stuff outside the room. It's not outside. that. You. Can, it didn't come from outside. No. I mean, it, it it came from beneath us somewhere down down beneath us in the house. Which uh -huh. is scary. Yeah. Which is we're we're gonna cut back in. We're going downstairs now. Yeah. <laughs> in the podcast with Ben, he's taking us down to tell us some some basement stories. All right, so we'll we'll, we'll cut back into the, the octagon hall, walking down into the basement with with Ben. We come up here. 
wife and a couple of friends come up to do these ghost hunts up here. Yeah. We you know, wee bit hokey. Yeah. But um, we were down here at one point and you know the divining rods? Yes. They had those. One of the ladies had those. And um, there was something that you know, you're asking questions and say, if so, say, you know, is Ben in the room? Cross the rods for yes or mm-hmm. you know, do this here. And um, we wanted to know, you know, the picture of us up the window and that thing in the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, she asked, is the presence in the photograph still in the house? And the rods answered yes. And she went through five or six names of the spirits that they had contacted before and it was none. And then there's a non-human entity in the house that the rest of the spirits seemingly don't like at all. And they believe that, that Billy and all the other ones who do the ghost hunts believe that it entered the house when they opened they opened a bit of the wall out there and seemingly after that a lot of strange shit happened. I, I don't know what it they was. They opened the wall. Some wall, yeah, and they discovered something in there. Yeah. And they said after that wall was opened a lot of strange events happened. But according to the rods, the thing in the photograph is the non the non human entity. Which basically means it was never it was never in human form. And it's an evil spirit. And we were standing here, and the thing, so this door was closed, we were, like, we were standing here, and your mum had the rods like, here, and she said, is the, non, is the non-human entity in the room? And the rods started going crazy, and they spun right round and pointed right Back towards here. this room. And she kind of freaked out, and she said, take a look in here. And we looked in here, and there's holy water. There's a jar of holy water somewhere. Like there. That's just something you keep it's around in a house holy, like this, is a jar of holy water. water. And right. The, like the rods spun right round. Right to the water. Right to the holy water. shit. That was the, that, like, at that point. Wow. They also, they all, I don't know, shit, there's that thing again. There's that, um, yeah. Got that yeah. Um, the thing, it spun right round through the wall. And we were going, ah, they're just going crazy. And, um, Maria, the girl said, no, go and look right in the room when the water was there. All right, I just want to pop in and point out two more things real quick. Did you notice when the recorder went crazy? Yeah, uh, that, that would be... <laughs> that's when we walked into the room where the holy water is. And, and that room... It's it's just a like a construction or a maintenance it's room. It's like a there's, maintenance room. There's, um, there's you saws know. and it's a, it's a workbench with, with tools, like hammers and... and and screwdrivers and glue. electric glue, just, just like a typical handy handyman's room with little bottles of oil and little vials of WD-40 and the whole nine yards with this jug of holy water. Like, like a, a five-gallon jug of holy, holy water. water, you know, with, with masking tape it's and Sharpie bizarre. holy water. It's so bizarre. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out, oh, both of those things it. out, and then, and then we'll continue the story with Ben. Back to the story. Where did the picture with the girl... You know what um, upstairs okay. in the bedroom. What, what bedroom were you in when you heard the scream? Front bedroom. Yeah, that's where. Yeah. That's where the photo was. There's a lot of activity in that room. I mean, th- there was one night we were here. Um, do you know Brad? He's friends with Nielsen. Brad. Um, Brad Talley. Yeah. And um, he, you know, he came up here regularly with us. And there was one night he was upstairs. And it was a weird, the, the energy in the house was changing. It was getting like just really heavy. Like you felt in there earlier, I was kind of getting really anxious. We were standing, Josh and I were standing on the landing 
and we heard like what sounded like a car wheels screeching and Brad was sitting in the room where you were and seemingly he saw something or felt his presence come towards him and then he started crying like he started weeping and Nielsen was in the room with him and it got really fucking weird mm. it got really really weird and he could hardly remember I think there's like a minute or so he, he doesn't remember I kind of want to go up in the room where we, where we heard the scream and where Talisha saw the thing. Yeah. Right. You guys okay with that? Wants to go to the actor. I just said as we were walking, and heard a little Yeah, this room is weird. This is definitely the room. Oh yeah, as soon as you walk in this room, you can feel it. Yeah, well, that's heat. That's like. Okay. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna sit down. Children, shot. That's what we always get. Seems to usually work. Right behind you. Nilsson's the magnet, the ghost magnet. Seems to usually have something. Have you seen the picture of the ghost behind him? Do you have it? I think I have. I don't know seen. if I have it on. You've seen the one, like not the one that the ghost, like the girl, but like the one that's like it's like standing like behind me. Oh, I don't it's think like, I've seen that one. I think I'd rather see it after we leave. It's in this room, it's like, right? I just totally heard knock. So, so here we are in the upstairs bedroom. This is the room that me and Talisha heard a scream earlier. And this, so this room is, was this um, Mary's room? No, this was no. the, like the daughter, like a couple of the daughters. Okay. It's yeah. actually the room in the um, documentary where Josh hears the yeah. girl talk. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, it's, um, it's a heavy little, <laughs> yeah. it's a heavy little space. What do you think the non-human entity is? Um, uh, something I like to not think about. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> You're, well, um, people say it's like right behind me in this room. I'm not sure. I, all I know is that some of the paranormal investigators who come regularly here um, believe that that there is a, a non-human entity in the house, and that it makes. The, the other, I don't know, you want to call them the other spirits or the other presences in the, in the house uneasy. They, yeah. they, they don't want that thing in the house. And, um, what do you think personally? Um, you know what? It's, it probably, I think you can project what that is. Yeah. I think it's, it's a representation of something dark and evil and I think that that is everywhere not just in this house I think this house is the ability to be a microcosm of the world in a lot of sense mm -hmm. all kinds of energy um, I, I think it's 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 like a little this house is like a little universe all on its own and I think that non-human entity if it is here is is just the symbolism of the, the darker things in the in the world outside of here.
When you guys um, decided to do this project all together and you know you kind of thought that you were coming up here and writing songs about this house and but it turned out to be a lot bigger than that I think from from talking to you guys so t tell talk about that I mean I think it evolved to the very end I mean wouldn't y'all agree I mean it was yeah. constantly you know it, like, I, I think it's like any kind of art you you're inspired by something you're drawn to it you run towards it to hopefully try to figure out why you're inspired by it why, and why you want to write about it and you know initially it's like it's as simple as like we love the house it's creepy hey let's record here it sounds good hey let's record here because mm -hmm. it's cool and vibey and then we started reading this because we had access because of Josh's uncle we had access to a lot of the history and the stuff that had been written about it people here and then that led us down a new path of like writing songs about things that we thought were about historical stuff which they were but then they became way more personal internal some of the most personal stuff I know that I've ever been a part of writing I, I remember if you're talking about a turning point I remember clearly the first song we wrote here was The Orphans but the second song we wrote was March on Christmas Day and I remember the three of us after writing that song we realised that this was like something this is something that we're not going to write anywhere else because uh -huh. for me that song was a like we were marching on Christmas Day. Uh, personally, I I would I could not have been part of writing that song anywhere else. And I clearly remember after writing that song, going, okay, this house is is giving us something. And when we come up here, it was as if like the house was trying to figure out what was going on. You know, yeah. a couple of guys downstairs playing music. I know it sounds it sounds weird and crazy when you talk about this, you know. Um, but it was as if the house was kind of going, what's going on here? And then after a couple of writing sessions it saw that we were here to tell its story and it was as if the house was on our side and it wanted mm. its story to be told. Die. Easy. 
bills of Christmas ring. I pay for you, I pay for me till our time will sing. We were marching, we were marching as the snow. feel like we've experienced some things you know little weird things you know here that that seem you know not like ghosts but like well in the film our... there's some weird shit i mean like when that table picks up and drops and yeah i mean you know, the expression that. on your face yeah. when that happens yeah i mean when i first came here that's i, I had this sort of thought that because because we would see things and hear things and you know i would always think well maybe that you know, I've heard my uncle and I've heard other people here describe it as, as like you're, you're sort of replaying things from the past. Or it's yeah. almost like a recorder. I think there's something about coming to, you know, this is this place, you know, I come from here. I, I, yeah. was, I lived here for so many years and it's very different here than it is anywhere that I've ever been. Um, and, you know, for the longest time, I, I, I never, I was sort of, I wouldn't say ashamed of it, but just sort of, you know, I wouldn't necessarily put it into my art or music. Mm -hmm. I would just, you know, look around and see what everyone else is doing. And, and this project was, you know, it was kind of like coming to this place that is uncomfortable and, and there are, you know, like you, there's some wild characters both in the stories of the ghost and, and the people who are here 
ghost hunting with us, you know, as we were writing the songs. I think great art is made when the ego mm -hmm. is not present. And I think what this house does, it removes a lot of your ego. Because you walk in here and you have a feeling that there's something else at play, there's something bigger than you. And it, all of a sudden, it, you realize that you're not the biggest oh, force yeah. in the room. Man, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think the result of that means it's very easy to collaborate in this house because anybody who's been part of this project has a sense of cliche but has left their ego at the door because I think as soon as you walk in here, you feel that something bigger here. And I think that's great for creativity. It's like going to do a gig in a church. Sure. Do you know what I mean? It can yeah. be really special because you feel that there's something here that's bigger than you. Well, this house is a microcosm for that idea I mean, even beyond just the ego, I mean, art should be connection. Like that's, you know, what, do, what can we leave behind as human beings? Like, or how do we relate to each other? Mm. I mean, art is one of those unbelievable gifts I think we've been given that's like, hey, maybe we can say something that would make someone else feel you know, hey, I felt that way, you know, and so therefore I understand and I don't feel alone in the world. I mean, that's the power of art. And this place is all about you coming here and the spirits from the past, whatever. I mean, it's the same, it's all the same stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, there's things, you feel the sense that you are connected in the world and you're not like just walking around through the universe without any, you know, without that connection. And I think that's what's powerful about this place. And I think that's what's powerful about it's kind of inspired me, I know Josh, like Ben, all of us, like we've all, like you said, the idea of location recordings, I mean, pushing yourself out past what you think is possible and putting yourself in a place where you can truly get to that place and you can kind of commune with the environment, with each other, you know, and let that be the art rather than oh gosh, if I don't get this right, like it's not going to be good. I mean, just removing that right, right from mm -hmm. making art. There is no right, there is no good. There's right. just a creative process. Well, this, it's its own, this place is its own world. I mean, it's like Ben said, it's, you can, you come here and, and there's a, people have, you know, for hundreds of years have lived their whole life here in a time where, you know, you really didn't travel. I mean, it, the whole life and death and everything is taking place here. And I think you realize how heavy that world is yeah. when you get here and you can, I mean, we wrote every song here and wrote, we recorded every note here. I mean, just yeah. everything that we did was here and every video and every interview and everything in this one place. And it is, it all has this, you know, nothing has this sort of slick outside approach to it. I mean, we didn't really even bring no, but fancy gear yeah. here, you know, mm -hmm. it was just kind of like everything matches this world. And that to me is, is the best kind of thing. It's like, you don't, you know, there's no... When we were writing songs, there was no thought of what it would be other than it just had to be this world. The more we're talking about this project and, create, and creativity and what the house has as far as creativity, I feel, I don't feel, we're sitting here in the dark in the probably, arguably the creepiest room I've ever been in <laughs> in my entire life. And it's dark, like you can see the glow from the, from the microphone and that's kind of the only thing we can see. But we're talking about all this, sitting around in a circle talking about this, and I don't feel the creepiness right now. I feel like this is what the house is encouraging. Mm -hmm. 
Do you guys feel that way? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to take a reading. Wow, that's an interesting... <laughs> I feel really creepy. You feel creepy? <laughs> I'm also looking I in feel... that hallway, though. Okay, well, I mean, I, feel, I, I don't know. It, it comes on, it comes and goes. It comes and goes in waves. <laughs> I know but I feel, what you mean. I feel yeah, like yeah. this is like, I feel pretty comfortable yeah, right now. Yeah, I know now. what you mean, Doug. I feel, yeah. I feel pretty free at the moment. To me, like for most of this project, I left feeling so energized and, mm. and so excited. And then when the record and the out, and then when everything was done, and we came back up and we we're shooting just the video, like but not like from the film. A couple of things happened to me and Josh in particular, and it's like it started getting to me differently. It was almost like I had taken too much, and it was saying mm-hmm. it's time, you know. That's times over. Stop dipping in the yeah, well. Yeah, and it was so. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that means, other than like my, that's my like you said, is that my headspace? I don't know what I'm projecting or what. I, th- I think it's a bit of everything. Yeah. Very first night, I was here with a guitar. Um, I come upstairs alone into Mary's bedroom and I started humming lullabies. Mm. And I stopped, and about ten seconds later, I heard this little voice going. Mm-hmm. Oh. And that was, that was the first experience, real experience I've ever had. And oddly, it didn't like frighten me or freak me out. It made me smile. Um, it was only later when I was mm. driving home, I was going, uh, <laughs> what was that? Um, but that was, I think that was the thing that hooked me yeah. in the house. This house, there's a lot of times when you'll hear little voices upstairs, you hear what you think would be boots walking around up, you know, you'll be downstairs and something's walking around upstairs, but you're, you know, little things that seem pretty, pretty, like kind of that borderline between like, am I hearing something like paranormal or am I hearing a human walking around, uh-huh. you know? And, but the crash, it was just me, Ben, or me, Brad, and Nielsen, we were here and we had this idea, which probably wasn't a good idea thinking back, of writing a song to, uh, the ghost of the house, Mary, who's a little girl who died in the fire. Her dress caught fire in the fireplace downstairs, and then she died in the mm-hmm. house. She was a little girl. And um, so we had this idea of writing to like a lullaby to Mary. And, you know, I just, as soon as we came upstairs, it felt heavier just about than it had ever felt. And, you know, I've seen the kind of, oh, I think I saw a dark figure walking across the door. You know, I've seen that before, but I saw what was just clear as day, something walked by the door. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I almost jumped in Brad's lap. You know, I, I was, I, it legitimately, like, it was a different feeling. It was a different level of, of fear mm-hmm. because it was so human looking as it moved. It wasn't like just a shadow. It was like, there's, you know, it had a movement to it that mm-hmm. felt very human. And then, and I, I was the only one that saw it and I was just freaking out and not saying anything. Afterwards, yeah, we talked about it, but nobody else saw it. And so we're sitting there writing this song, and I don't know, five minutes later, just this humongous crash mm-hmm. happens downstairs that we all heard loud and clear. And the floors, like I, you know, I was sitting on the floor, and I could feel the floor shaking in my legs. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was just like some huge crash happened. It was some, one of those things where you're like, okay, somebody, this isn't a ghost. That's what not what I was. I was thinking. Someone is in the house, Someone's and the they're house. attacking us. You know, and there's something. You know, it's like being at home alone at night, and and you hear someone in the house. It's not. It's not a feeling of like, oh, there's a ghost. It's like we're being attacked. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like a level of. Well, that seems it seems real, but it doesn't seem like. 
it's a lot different if somebody just like walks into the room and starts talking to you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> There's a level of like realness that I'm uncomfortable with. Supernatural becomes natural when it's coming after you. I yeah, mean, like, exactly. You know, it, it yeah. Felt, yeah, it felt natural. It, it felt, it was worse, yeah. That was the night I said I said I'm done. That was the night you said you're done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I really just felt so, it was just like, I don't want to feel like that. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. yeah, that was it. And I, I didn't come back here for like six months or so. <laughs> do you, but you're here now, thank you. Thanks for coming back. <laughs> do, you, do you feel like there's a consciousness to it? Or is it a, like we talk, we've talked about the, the tape loop theories and the limestone and the quartz and stuff. Do you think, it's a, do you, I mean, what's your sort of gut? Do you believe in a consciousness to it? I believe in trapped energy, I think. Yeah. There's, some, there's, some ener- there's an energy here that I've never experienced anywhere else. That's all I know. I, I don't know. That's, that's really all I know. It's just that it feels like a very unique energy here. And if that is, maybe that is the same as consciousness. I don't know. I mean, I'd, I don't know if the house is aware or not aware, but it's, it's just got a very unique energy. Yeah, I mean, it's impossible to... Do you think the house likes you? (laughs) (laughs) I think parts of the house like us. I mean, I I think that the house, which again, that sounds silly. I mean, (laughs) because you're saying that there is a conscious. I don't know. I mean, I I felt like we were able to make art here. Yeah. And it wanted it made, and I don't know what that even means. That's real. What's a a better pathway to immortality than making good art? Right. Smoke for to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
ourselves in this position of being coming up to the house and making ourselves feel a little bit anxious and a little bit vulnerable and a little bit frightened you know this this the thought of like i mean i guess it's the same as if you know like working out it's like you you know you, you work not that i do but you work out harder <laughs> harder than the next guy you know it's like you if you're going to be if you're going to find this this great prize of art you have to suffer for it and i think this is part of that you know, I feel like I, this is some of, I mean, not just not due to me, but just like the the collaboration and the the place and everything just churned out this thing that I never have had done anything like. Yeah. And this good at this level, and it's, and man, it's been some of it has been a nightmare, you know, <laughs> to do. And I felt hor I've felt horrible half the time, but I've you know I've sometimes though I've 
written a song I could have never written in a million years. Like, you know, sitting downstairs, you know, mm. in this crazy place. And, you know, I probably will come, you know, we always say, well, we're done here. You know, we've got everything. And then here we are somebody needs a music video and we're like, man, we need this great, beautiful <laughs> sunset. Where do we know that at? And it's like, man, again, the Otkin Hall, like it's, it's the greatest, you know, sunset ever sometimes. You know, we, we one part of the, the film, there was this like scene where it was raining and like bright sunny and then this like huge rainbow comes over the whole field mm. and it's just like and then these birds were like flying through the rainbow and it was like we could see both ends of it across the field mm. it's like i'll never get that anywhere in nashville you know any i've looked for that shot my whole life you know and we found it in kentucky in a weird haunted house 20 minutes from where you were yeah where i grew up yeah, i mean literally like like my home you know it's it's been there yeah Okay, guys, let's go get some mashed potatoes. Yeah, right. Let's get I'm freaking yeah. out. I'm freaking out. I feel so uncomfortable. Oh, my goodness. There it is. Podcast number one in the can. Thanks so much to Nielsen Hubbard, Josh Britt, Ben Glover, and everyone who participated in the Orphan Brigade project. Go over to www.theorphanbrigade.com to find out more about the project. You can check out when you can see the film and you can find out where they're going to be playing. They're actually doing, you should jump on this, they're doing two house concerts at the Octagon Hall. And they're doing those the first weekend in November, so get on it. It's a little less than an hour north of Nashville, and it's going to be crazy good. We would be there if we weren't going to be in Europe, but that's that's going to be exciting. It's really going to be limited numbers, too, because it's not a very big place. But, uh, yeah, to go up there and hear those songs in the presence of the ghosts that have inspired them would have to be amazing. And be sure to check out the film and the soundtrack, which all of the songs you've been listening to in this podcast, even the bed music, are songs from the Orphan Brigade soundtrack. And it's available November 13th. That's Friday, November 13th. <laughs> um, but you can pre-order it on iTunes. Yeah. Or through www.theorphanbrigade.com. And the film is fantastic. You find out more about the ghosts that we sort of skirted around. You find out more about those stories. So it's really a lot of fun. And you really hear the full story oh about the crash thing and it's all insane. that. It's so great. But thank you so much for joining us for the first Wild Ponies, the podcast. Yeah, don't forget about the creative prompt. The creative prompt for this month is... Ghosts in the Attic. We hope everybody's going to be a part of that. So go to at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash wildponiesmusic, or tweet at wildponiest with the hashtag ponycast, your creative item. Yay! And don't forget to um, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. And if you want to know more about us, visit us at www.wildponies.net. Bye, y'all. It's been fun. See you next month.